0: Your mother is a dirty, dirty whore. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark.
1: The leads are weak. The fucking leads are
0: weak. You are weak. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Dude, the Renaissance 86, the Spanish Inquisition, part something. I don't know. <laughs> wherever we're up to, part something. You know. Definitely. You know. you
1: know what. Come on, say it. Don't make me say you it. Know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, in our last episode, Ray, we yeah. uh, talked about the assassination of an Inquisitor in, in Thalagotha. Uh, did not go well for the uh, conversos. Uh, Hadn't really thought it through very much. Uh, Step two. Right. Yeah, step two. They didn't get... And somebody said, well, what happens after? They're like, look, stop trying to think so far ahead. You're so fucking negative. What if it doesn't work out well? Oh, you know, just... There is no plan B. It's just plan A. That's That's all. We don't... Plan A is awesome. Quit being a negative Nancy. Yeah, Yeah, oh my God, you're always so negative, thinking about things that can go wrong. That's like
1: Trump when he was talking to the reporters. Be upbeat, be be, be positive, we're going to get through this. A thousand people died yesterday. Yes, but think of all the people that didn't die. You have to be positive. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Don't look over there, don't look over here, look over here, don't look look around my eyes, don't look around my eyes, look into my eyes, look into my eyes, don't look around my eyes. (laughs) Now, while all this is happening, uh, Ferdinand, as we said last time, is trying to cement his political control over Aragon. Yeah. And it actually seems that he did continue to support the conversos as a broad group Mm -hmm. and, in fact, saved the lives of a few who were brought up on accusations by the Inquisitors. Um, He's like, well, no, not these guys. These guys are okay. Yeah, but uh, somebody told us they're heretics. Well, they're not. No. Trust me. No. Uh, but those guys over there, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. The guys that accuse them of being heretics are probably the real heretics. That's how <laughs> I can see how you might have found that confused. But trust uh, me. Yeah, they were with go over the and whole get Those time. other guys, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's fine. These are my peeps.
0: I still think it was a purge. He was using it to remove troublemakers mm-hmm. um, or at least put the fear of God literally into people that may have been troublemakers and not just conversos. I mean, there's not a lot of evidence of people who weren't conversos being brought up on trials, but it did happen. Right. And, you know, I think it was something that he could threaten you with. Listen, oh yeah, all it takes is one nod and a wink from me to talk a martyr motherfucker.
1: And boom, and that's your yeah. ass.
0: Yeah. That's your ass. <laughs>
1: and then go save you mm. so it's a kiss purge. kiss the ring go ahead so
0: as a result many of the conversos and the Jews the, the actual Jews right fled the country because one of the things that happened is that the people started believing that the reason the conversos were still practicing Judaism mm-hmm. was because the Jews were sort of whispering in there come on hey 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 you know you want it you know you want it you love it yeah. you would if tip. you didn't want it you wouldn't be wearing that dress come right. on you wouldn't you be talking to me it. yeah come yeah. on yeah. you know you come on come on come, come back to the talmud the talmud's where it's at come back to synagogue <laughs> yeah. you know you're gonna love it it's great right. oh okay. so sexy We're waiting for you, you. we are a bad you. bad christian you know <laughs> the forbidden fruit you know you come want on. it yeah come on, come on. yeah <laughs> Um, And so the Jews were blamed
1: for these people
0: being bad Christians. And so there's this uh, uprising of uh, anti-Semitism across the country. And so not only conversos, but Jews are fleeing the country. Now, anyone who fled was convicted in absentia and effigies of them were burned in their absence. So it's great for the Inquisitors and for Ferdinand and Isabella because they're able to say, well... Look, you, you were sceptical, but we were right all along. Look at all these people who fled. They're obviously guilty. <laughs> right. If they weren't guilty, they wouldn't have run away. Uh, right. so, so, therefore, boom. we were Done. right in doing this in the first place. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, we have a contribution. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and the other part of that is to burn someone that's like a 10-page form, but if they just leave and you take their shit, one-page form. So for the inquisitors, this is working out pretty swell. A lot less paperwork, you just grab and go, win-win.
0: And of course those people probably fled and left behind, you know, a lot of their assets yeah. which uh, probably got divvied up between the state and the inquisition, like it did when they had to pay a bribe to get out of it, which we'll cover right. soon. But the figures indicate clearly that 99% of those who were accused by the Barcelona trial between 1488 and 1505 and 91% of those accused in Valencia from 1484 to 1530 were conversos of Jewish origin because not all Uh. conversos came from Judaism, obviously. Some were Muslims that converted. Right. Again, mostly uh, at the point of a pointy stick. Uh, yeah, they were sort of forced to do it after pogroms and those sorts of things had broken out, as we've talked about before, or because it was just politically convenient to be a Christian. You you, you didn't get all right. of the limitations and taxation and those sorts of things that you got if you're a Jew, having to live in ghettos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If you're a Christian, you had you had all the freedoms.
1: I just have to ask. So, what you're basically saying? I just want to make sure I understand. So, the former Jews. Pretty much the targets for the reason that you just said, because people suspecting that they would go back, they've already gone back, or they may be tempted to go back. That's enough for you to fear, despise, punish them. Just the fear that they could go back in the first place. It's just the former Jews.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. But here's the point, is that the Inquisition wasn't concerned with heresy in general. They weren't... Mm -mm. Hauling over the coals, people who said, "Oh, you know what? You know, uh, fuck Jesus, really." Um, right, because that's easy. They, you, I could do yeah. that. Guilty. <laughs> they weren't. They, <laughs> they weren't generally going after heretics in all their forms. It was conversos. There mm-hmm. were there was there were some other heretics, but it was a very small percentage. It was mostly. Uh, you conversos that they were going after, so it, it you know wasn't really a broad brush. Oh, we're going to go after heresy and anywhere we can find it. It was right. uh, the low-hanging fruit was to go after these uh, fake Christians as they thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the other way of looking at this, of course, is that it it had a heavy racial element. Ooh, because yeah. these Jews, uh, as you know, we, we've seen in previous episodes, they had a lot of Middle Eastern blood in them. You know, they had mixed with uh, uh, European blood over the centuries, but right. they had a heavy, heavy dose of Middle Eastern blood. So, you know, they're going after the 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 Jewy Jews here, the people who look like <laughs> Christians, claim to be Christians. But are right. actually Jews, um, so there could be a heavy element of just racial intolerance as part of this purge of conversos. Well, I, I, I mean. I would I would think
1: that that would be correct because there does seem to be and and they probably didn't refer to it this way but there does seem to be a rise of Spanish nationalism because after all this this war had been going on for 700 years the the muslims had been there in different places obviously for 700 years and so how how could you not have a us versus everybody else, it's not us mentality. And, of course, that's the Jews as well. So um, even if they knew it or they knew it and they didn't care, there had to be race involved, and obviously that hasn't gone anywhere yet because we're still dealing with that today. Spain certainly is still dealing with that as well.
0: Yeah, but the the conversos that they're targeting are Jewish conversos, not Muslim conversos, and the Mm -hmm. racism isn't against the Moors who – of course, words we've talked about, were African. They were black Muslims right. of African descent, not necessarily of Middle Eastern descent or a combination of two, but they would have looked like black uh, people to the, mm. the Spanish. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, the Inquisitors, whenever they arrived in a new town to set up an Inquisition, would give a sermon. Uh, thank you for gathering here today. <laughs> uh Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today (laughs) to give to this thing called life. (laughs) What's the next line? Um,
1: Hold on. Life is forever and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, I can't remember.
0: Something like that. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to give to this thing called life. Something where life means forever and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. But when you call up your friends in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be all right. Instead of asking him how much of your time is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby. Because in this life, things are much harder than the afterworld. This life, you're on your own. Bum, bum, da-dum, da-dum, bum, bum. And if the elevator tries to to bring you down. down... Go, Go crazy. One
1: time. We don't need ah. music. We have ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Human beatbox.
0: So <laughs> what? Where were we? Oh, yeah. No idea. So they'd give a sermon. That was the sermon, literally, right. word for word. <laughs> At the end of that, they would declare that anyone who admitted to being a heretic... yes. Within the first 30 days... Yeah. ...would be absolved. Thank you.
1: I'd get a second chance. Jesus is all about second chances,
0: baby. Now, when you came to confess... Right. ...in that first 30 days, which was known as the Edict of Faith... Uh-huh. Um, it helped. <laughs> <laughs> Did it? If you brought along... Oh, I... Right. A sack, A sack of- full of gold oh, and jewelry. Right. Uh, because, you know, Jesus is merciful. <laughs> but he also likes the bling. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, they say you can't buy your way into heaven. Well, no. uh, you know, think of this as an indulgence. Right. There we go. Yeah. By the way, uh, one of our listeners in uh, Boston Sent me an email or a text message or something the other day um, with uh, a screen grab of the Pope's official Twitter account. The Pope's doing some sort of uh, online mass. Oh, that's nice. And part of the part of what this invitation says you get if you turn up to this online mass is a plenary indulgence. I'm there. So, I am fucking there. The Pope's still handing out indulgences in 2020. Uh, now, you know, I, I would think right. that he would be going, to turn up and uh, what you get is a guarantee that you won't catch coronavirus. <laughs> uh, but can he back that up? Uh, can he back Nobody, right. no one that you love, care about, uh, will catch coronavirus. Uh, oh, that would be right. useful. I don't know why the pope's not dealing that, out, but he's dealing out indulgences.
1: I could use one because I swear to God, I'm going to pop either Heather or one of the girls soon. So I'm going I'm to be uh, I'm going to be on the lookout for that. So
0: win win. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just go to the pope's Twitter account. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, uh, where was I? Oh, yes. So it helped if you brought money. Now, of course, there's a lot of people went and confessed. In that 30 day period, whether they were guilty or not, huh. because it was a way of escaping the inevitable, which was being burned at the stake or at least uh, being accused of being a heretic. So, but of course, as I said before, like the people who ran away, when people came out in their thousands to confess to being <laughs> her- heretics to avoid the risk of being burned alive, a preemptive, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 church, uh, the Inquisition was going. Go see, see. Look, there are Aha! thousands of heretics. Yeah, we were right all along. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's a bit like you know when I can tell Chrissy's angry at me, right? And I've done nothing no. that I'm aware of. No, 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 I, no. but when you go, listen, um, <laughs> I, I apologise. She goes, want- well, what did you do? Thank you, thank you for apologising. What did you With- do? And right, you
1: go, like I don't want to.
0: I Didn't. I don't know, but for whatever it was, right. I'm sorry. Well, that doesn't not, that doesn't matter. You know, you know, you right. <laughs> know. Just think, Just- <laughs> think, think harder about what you did. Like I really, I've been thinking all day, and I can't. Uh, That's why I'm here now. I got because n- I, I got No idea, <laughs> but whatever it was, I won't do it I'm again. Just, can I? Can I <laughs> use this indulgence? I got right. off the Pope for can, this because seriously, <laughs> can we play
1: Twenty One Questions? Maybe I. You can help me figure it out, and I won't
0: do it again. Yeah,
1: yeah, something.
0: Yeah, we got time. <laughs> So uh, yeah, you, you, so the 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 fact that people were confessing, even though they were innocent, was used to prove that there were thousands entrapment. of heretics in their midst.
1: It's entrapment.
0: Now, some people uh, admitted, not during the confession, but uh, outside of that, that they were more scared of the Inquisition than they were of the Muslims coming and taking their oh, country. God. One guy in 1491 said, I would rather see all the Muslims of Granada enter this city than the Holy Office of the Inquisition, which takes away life and honor. Damn. Again, it's like, remember Constantinople? Yes. Uh, They're like, well, we would rather (laughs) the Muslims take the city than the Catholics. Fucking Catholics. Quite frankly. Yeah. Fucking Catholics. We're we're Christians, but we would rather the Muslims take over. Right. Than the Catholics, because fuck the Catholics. You know, I was I was getting into this like people are so ignorant um, of the history of Catholicism. I posted something on Facebook about uh, the guy who was the head of uh, pavić. The guy who was the head of the Ustasha, the right um, uh, Yugoslavian Te- mm-hmm. terrorist Catholic terrorist yeah. organization, right wing fascist Catholic fascist terrorist organization. Uh, that we're talking about now, Cold War Show, and my first cousin once removed in Canada, Right John McMahon. So he's my dad's mother's brother's wow. son. I wow! Think. And looks just like my dad, spitting image of my dad. It's fucking trippy, right? Um, but he said, "Well, you know, well, it was probably raised a Catholic as a result of that. All the all the Scots were Catholics in my, in my family." He said, like, uh, was, he, was he really, though? Was he really a Catholic? And I was like, uh, he said, I don't think you can really call them Catholics. And I go, no, 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 they, they were Catholics in the good old, in the sense of good old-fashioned Catholics. Right. Like uh, rape and murder Catholics. <laughs> and he said, well, I think they used Catholic in the same way that ISIS used Islam, like it's just an excuse to justify. Uh, right. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, this is what the Catholics were for one and a half thousand years basically brutal fucking torturers and murderers uh, all over the world. That is, that's that's traditional Catholicism. Yeah. The Catholics only started to tidy up their public image after the unification of Italy under Garibaldi and they lost the Papal States and they lost their armies and so they were forced. Oh fuck! We're trapped in this little little you know right. building. We're trapped in one building. <laughs> yep. Oh, I guess we better, better try play something. nice then. Yes. Yep. Play a different games. And even then, yeah. Even then, Pius tried. You know, Pius was good friends with Mussolini and Hitler because he thought they would uh, win the war oh, and would, would him let him territory. out of his Vatican yeah. cage. Yeah. Again, that was part of the deal. Um. So they had another crack at it during World War Two. <laughs> failed but the, like this this nice fluffy image that the catholic church has developed since 18 when yeah. was the unification like 1871 or something that's all that's like for 150 years they've been trying to pretend that they're right. nicey nicey but for the f- previous 1500 years they were brutal motherfuckers yeah but people don't know that cuz they don't they don't read history even catholics don't know that cuz they're ignorant of their history they own don't want to know history. they don't get doesn't yeah. get taught well it doesn't get taught and who the fuck exactly you attention. have to go looking for it yeah you have to read books right. and then you know <laughs> get shamed for reading books right
1: yeah. Oh, and, and just going back, so if you, I'm sorry, just going back to the people mm. that confessed and, and made the, the cash payments, obviously that was uh, an incentive for the Holy Office to keep going around and encouraging people to confess their, that they have gone, that they have strayed or whatever. So this was just another moneymaker, and, and I'm sure the king was getting a part of it well, but it was, it was a good business model that they kept going as much as they could.
0: Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. just came to me. Electric. Electric word. Electric word. Life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you. (laughs) Good one. Fuck. I was like, I was 14, maybe 15. uh, Yeah, 14 when that album came out. Mm. I remember listening. I had a cassette in my Sony Walkman (laughs) just listening to it over and over and over. Yeah. that fucking And that holds up too. I, I still think. That's his best work. Like that album, yes. not a bad track on it. Just, just fucking. Yeah. You don't have to you skip
1: know. anything. Well, let's, let's, yeah,
0: let's, let's just, let's just do it. I know it's legal. I know, I know. We're gonna to have to get an indulgence for this, but uh, Prince's
1: people, please don't sue us or or anything really.
0: Oh, he, he's dead. He doesn't care.
1: He's, pe- he's got. He's pe- got. He doesn't care, but he's got people that own the rights now. They care.
0: Uh, fuck them. Let's go. I don't care. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word life, it means forever and that's a mighty long time, but I'm here to tell you, this is something else, else. the after A world well, the of happiness, you can always see the sun, day, day, day or night. So when you and call up that be, shrimp in Beverly Hills, in Hills. Hills. you know They're the one that I tell everything will be all right. But still ask me how much of your time is ask you how much of your mind, mind baby. in this, this life, are life, hard, life things, things are much, much harder than hard, the afterworld. This life, life, you're on your own. And if the elevator tries to break me down, go crazy, punch your heart on what's you doing here take a look around you least you got, you got friends, friends. fucking hell what a riff yeah man. oh yeah fuck fuck so good where were we i oh yeah, yeah. so if you confessed right during the edict of uh, grace right you were considered reconciled with the faith. It uh-huh. was a reconciliation. Yeah. So at least your property wasn't confiscated. You had, to, you had to, yeah, you got a hefty fine. You had to hand over a bag of jewels. <laughs> right. But at least your property wasn't confiscated and your head wasn't confiscated and, you know, you weren't hung, drawn, and quartered right. and parts of your body hung around the city. So, you know, but uh, you took your. You took your punishment in the form of uh, a bribe, payment.
1: But when you stepped up and you made that leap of faith, no pun intended, are those people around you can see that you are saying, yes, you've lapsed or whatever? Are you going to suddenly be judged by those around you? Or if there's ever a, um, a, a, a tiff in town and there's a lot of mobs going around, are they going to remember your name? So you're still risking a lot by you know raising your hand because these are very unsettled times.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't always 100% guarantee that you wouldn't get brought up on charges later. That did happen from time to time. Those who were reconciled to the Catholic faith in Toledo alone in one year, 1486 to 1487, 4,300 people. That's just in one city in one year. Damn. So... So imagine that over Spain, over, you know, whatever, 50 years. I mean, I guess the Inquisition only turns up once, but uh, every time they did, thousands of people came forward and said, I'm sorry, here's a bag of money, please forgive me. It's still
1: a lot of money, but also at the same time, wouldn't that possibly unnerve the king or the nerve, unnerve the church officials or the locals? Because you're right, that, that's a, that's a, you add all those people up, that's a pretty big number. Are they is their faith or way of life under assault by these people that they mix with every day? I mean, that that could have been unsettling if they, anybody bothered to count, up, add up the numbers.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was mostly and, and about money. To what to. Do- well, to what degree did the inquisitors and the monarchs know what was happening? You have to think that they knew at some level that these people were just saying that to get out of trouble. Right. They were, you know, just trying to avoid uh, being hauled up on charges. I mean, these people weren't completely dumb. Yeah. If the people could figure out that, you know, we should f- confess even if we've done nothing in order to pay a bribe and. Ah, oh, imagine if gotcha. Imagine if you could do that today. Imagine if the uh, government came forward and said, "Listen, um, any crime that you've committed uh, in the past, right, that we we may or may not catch up to you with, just uh, come and pay a fine now, and yeah. we, all previous scenes are absolved, all previous crimes are absolved." It's basically an indulgence yes. in the real world. This right. is an indulgence. You, you're giving us money to give you a get-out-of-jail-free card for anything that you might have done.
1: I'm there. I'm there. Where do I sign? Where do I
0: pay? Yeah. Oh. What's the website? Uh, like if, they ever, yeah. if they ever come and like yeah, like do a, a scan of your yard and see all the fucking dead bodies... <laughs> Uh, the hookers' dead bodies in your it yard. Was, like it you, was an you, you ancient, could really use one of those ancient
1: Indian burial ground. That's what I keep telling you, Cam. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't pull a Dexter twenty seven times. These bodies were already. That iPhone.
0: Oh yeah, they had iPhones <laughs> back then. Oh, that's how I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the aliens invented the iPhones and gave them to the Indians. They did
1: the fucking pyramids. I'm sure they had iPhones as well.
0: Well, you know, the Mormons believed that the Indians were really Jews. Um, oh. So, who escaped Judea and went to North America and became the Indians, uh, and and maybe Jesus gave them an iPhone when he visited them, right? Sounds right in Jerusalem after the crucifixion. Sure, why not? I love to read yeah, their history. Believe books. Christianity, yeah, most well believe, you all believe all of anything. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> now, how many people were actually swept up in the Inquisition is hard to say because. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of the documentation has survived. But um, Hernando del Pulgar, guy we mentioned at the beginning of the last episode, the official historiographer for Isabella, he estimated that up to 1490, the Inquisition in Andalusia had burnt 2,000 people and reconciled another 15,000. Damn. Now that... Is just in Andalusia, right? Uh, we have one region, right. sort of in the the south of uh, you know modern Spain. Fuck. So if you if if those numbers are rough, if they're roughly correct, and they're roughly translate into the rest of Spain too, you know it's it's turning into the burning of thousands and uh, uh, reconciling Ooh. thousands of others, but. Some of those thousands that were burnt might have been uh, effigies, people that had uh, uh, run away before they could be uh, dragged up on false charges.
1: Okay, well, before you said effigies, I was going to say, if you're burning what sounds like tens of thousands of people, uh, Holocaust, uh, but yeah, who knows? But the point is, even burning an effigy, that's got to be a scary thing for a bunch of people to be watching or if you're a true believer, maybe you're encouraged by it. But still, there's a certainly a certain, I don't know what you want to call it, a violent streak or whatever going through this uh, Inquisition. And, and it's got to be scaring the shit out of it, you know, because it could it could easily get out of control. And, and there's there are times when it has gotten out of control in, in the programs in 1391 and stuff like that where a bunch of Jews were killed. So, the, yeah, this is just... I don't know. This is some pretty intense shit. But again, the the church and the king are benefiting. So you have to ask: Are they? You know, what's their main goal?
0: Well, as I said earlier, you know, I I, I still think of it as more of a, a purge. Yeah. W- with religious overtones, but really probably a political purge. Um, another another contemporary estimated that in Seville between fourteen eighty 1480 and fourteen eighty eight. 700 people were burnt and 5,000 were reconciled. Damn. And that doesn't include, though, the people that were sentenced to imprisonment. Right. Because that happened too. Not everyone was burned if you were found guilty of heresy. Sometimes you were just thrown into prison. So, you know, that's... Less than 2,000 in a year, 700 over eight years. Still a lot of people, though. If we assume that these charges are mostly bullshit, because, again, I want to point out there's no... Historians have found no evidence of widespread (laughs) crypto-Judaism. Who
1: would do that? Who's going back to Judaism? I mean, you're risking literally your life. Who in the hell would... I'm sorry, but who's doing that?
0: Well, look, in theory... Right, right. If there are if there are political benefits to be gained by pretending to be a Christian, you can pretend, have your fingers crossed behind your back <laughs> and still keep doing you know, your your Jewy stuff, keeping the laws and uh yeah. sneaking off the synagogue and doing all that kind of stuff, but I don't know, man. Yeah, again, there's no evidence that right. it was ever much of a thing.
1: Well, And the other part of that is, let's say I am doing that, and then the Inquisition comes around and I reconcile and I pay the money or whatever, but now I'm probably going to be treated as suspect by my fellow townsmen. So I don't know. The whole thing so, seems so fucking risky. It, it's insane. If it is true, and I'm sure it's true to some degree, that's one hell of a risk to take to try to get into better positions within the community.
0: Uh, well, they no, they didn't expect the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, they thought they could get away with it, maybe. Uh, we could do this. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Now, I want to point out, as I have done already, that most modern historians think that the number of people that were actually executed, not in effigy, right. not in prison, not in, uh, not you know, forgi- you know, forgiven, bribed, edict of grace, etc. The people that were actually executed uh, were probably a lot less than previously thought. Mm. You know, the 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 hype and the propaganda around this is probably part Protestant uh, right. and part uh, you know Protestant propaganda, pro pro, and <laughs> but also partly Catholic. Propaganda as well, because like the Catholics were doing this to put the fear of God into people. Right. You know, some fucktard jumped on our Facebook page the other day and accused <laughs> us of spreading. He just saw that we did an episode on the Spanish Inquisition, immediately jumped up and said we were spreading Protestant propaganda and that we always did that on our page. This page is always, you know, pulling, you know, spreading Protestant propaganda. it, fuck fuckety. I was like, hey, motherfucker. I don't think you've even listened to the episode (laughs) because I only put it up like 10 minutes ago and already you're saying you know what goes on in it. Dick. Fucking fucking (laughs) retard. Obviously some Catholic retard who's in apologetics (laughs) mode. But keep in mind that, again, the Catholics, including like Hernando de Polgar, the royal historiographer, yeah, they would have had motivation to inflate the numbers as well because it justifies the Inquisition. Right. By saying, oh, we found all these heretics. We had to burn thousands of them uh, to put the fear into people, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's not just pro pro, but car pro <laughs> as well. Catholic propaganda, right. cath pro. <laughs> uh, but look, there were definitely people who were executed. Each town probably executed hundreds, yeah. probably not thousands um, per town, but thousands all over Spain over centuries, right. uh, without a doubt. There were probably more people who had effigies of them burned in their absence, and uh, you know I often wonder: did somebody have a somebody set up a shop? Yes. Right? Like I've been that's thinking for the gonna... last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. What kind of what kind of business can I set up that's going to do really well during the uh, coronavirus right. plague of 2020? Right. Like, what do people need during a plague? Yeah. Uh, Chrissy's already started making face masks. I saw that on her nice. uh, fucking sewing machine, but not for selling, just for yeah. us. I said, I'm not fucking wearing one of those, unless <laughs> unless you can put uh, the Van Halen logo on it or <laughs> Napoleon or something. Uh, uh, then I, you know, but. I want to tie, she goes, I can't get material without them. Like, well, listen, you know, that's, come back that's to the me. Rules. Come back to me when you can. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to wear something, I want it to be branded and cool. <laughs> um, but, uh, or the Apple logo on it. Apple should start selling. Yeah. You know, I've got the QAV fee thing with Tony, which is, as you know, my sort of uh, main income now. My bread right. and butter income is yeah. investing advice during this. That's working out quite well, thanks to Tony. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, but I, I wonder with this is somebody, somebody, you know, fucking Barry and Stan are sitting in Spain at the time going, oh, fuck, we're going to get into the effigy <laughs> making business. Yes. Effigies are us is the name of the business. <laughs> uh, Not they're net. like, somebody come in. Okay. Let's, let's role play this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you come into the shop. Right. Uh, to get an effigy. Okay. Go.
1: Hello. Okay, come in. I will, thank you. Look, I'm I'm with the Inquisition. I'm I'm just a, a courier and I'm not a you don't have to do anything. Hold up! Yeah. Hello, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: your accent, it is not very <laughs> Spanish. Uh you from out of a town. You must be
1: uh, not from around these parts. I'm an exchange uh exchange worker. It's a new program we have. Anyway, hate to bother you. This is kinda of last minute. Uh I was the one who See, si, yeah, see. Si. I always get stuck with this. See. The Inquisition is going to be here tomorrow. I know they're going to burn at least a hundred people. Ah, yes. Yeah. But they're not See. here, so I'm going to need some effigies, mm. some men, some See. women, some children, n- different
0: ages, See. See. skinny, fat. What? What can you do for me? See. Oh, we can make the effigies. We have the beautiful. All the people say that we have the best effigies. Yeah. So uh, obviously, for the effigy to be uh, 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 to to be valid, right? Uh, how you say? Que pasa? Uh, how you say valida, valida? Yeah. Uh, in in the eyes of the Lord, right? It uh, it we, it needs to look like the person, right? That uh, is to be burned. Uh, do you have? Of uh, the, 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 how you say, the photographic. Uh, I, the photographic. Do you have the photographic of uh, the person? I have
1: some drawings. Uh, I, I have an artist with me. Um, we whipped around. Ah, see, si, yeah, si. yeah, yeah, yeah. Drawings. Is there anybody else I can talk to without an outrageous accent? Anyway, now let's, we can, we can. Bear <laughs> ha, no, no, we
0: this. all have an outrageous <laughs> accent here. So. <laughs> So you have uh, a drawing. You have a sketch art. Yes, sketch, artist. exactly. Yes, uh, yes, sketch, sketch of of of. The, so show, show me, show me uh, the drawing, and I will see. Oh yes, that's okay. Oh, it's very nice. I see what you yeah. did there. It's is, very nice. So we can right. do. Yeah. Uh, now uh, the second question right. is: uh, Do you want uh, the effigies to be uh, anatomically correct? Oh, uh, you know, so right. some people. They come in and uh, they don't want uh, the genitalia. But uh, honestly, a base price is effigy uh, with no uh, genitalia. Right, right. Uh, it's uh, one hundred uh, d- ducats yeah. uh, per effigy. But uh, if you want, you know, uh, some people say some people say, say that uh, the Lord can tell if it does right. not have the genitalia. And, uh, you know, just between you and me, right? I am the genitalia expert. <laughs> I When when we do the effigies, I do the genitalia. Right. So, you know, right. I know, you know me, you know me. Look at this. Tongue. I've heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know the genitalia. Well, I am the genitalia yeah. expert. I can do long, skinny, <laughs> fat, tight, sloppy, all all of the all of the genitalia, buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we could we do special yeah. special genitalia. So for you, right? Extra, special price, extra genitalia. And you know, uh, if 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 you know, if if you're a little bit short, right? But you want uh, the effigy to have a long. Uh, we can we can do extra price special price just for you. We do uh, extra extra three that. inches. Yeah.
1: Well, well, tell you what, I'm glad you brought that up because the Inquisitor that I work for has invited a couple of Bishop friends to tag along for the burning tomorrow. They're going to want to see some genitalia, so if you could throw that in, uh, I think we can strike Aha. a deal
0: here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> I'm
1: pain, and I expect to get some hot cocks. Mm. So, the average oh, yeah. burn, the pants come off, uh-huh. the penis burns, mm. and the pe- I need the, actually need mm. the penis to burn a little mm. longer than the rest of the body. Mm. The bishops well, seem uh, to like that.
0: For, mm. Well, for extra price, uh, hey. I make a s- duplicate set of this genitalia so you, uh, that you can keep as a memento <laughs> of the effigy burning. You can have uh, the pussy, right? you can have the penis, right? you can have the cock or the pussy and the butthole as it comes as a set, uh, Tell you what, in a nice disciplinary right? case that we have
1: here. Yeah. Tell you what, don't put that on the invoice, but I want it,
0: I'll, I'll just pay in cash. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, then. sir. Thank and you. scene. Right. I think that's pretty much how it worked. I, yeah. I think that's yeah. effigies are us. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All across Spain, up to 1520, it's estimated by modern historians, I mean, it's still debated, of course, but modern historians tend to think that it's probably unlikely that more than, say, 2,000 people were actually executed over the 40 years, first 40 years of the Inquisition. Does, yeah does that seem
1: low I mean it seems low because of all the horrors that we assumed that that we you know it's kind of like Caligula you assume the worst we were told horrible thing about the Inquisition so when you say like two thousand I'm like how is it not 50 70 80 90 thousand based on the perception that we have of the Inquisition
0: yeah well again that's uh propaganda yeah. both Catholic propaganda and Protestant propaganda probably Good and point. just I don't know Hollywood. Yeah, things get out of control. <clears throat> um, right, it, 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 you know the historians think it's probably overblown. Now there were probably thousands of people burnt in effigy on yes. top of that. Yes, and thousands of people who confessed and people who went to jail and paid uh, fines and all that kind of stuff on top of it. Right. I think the th- the way to think about the Inquisition, not so much as it was a torture and killing machine, although that did happen, mm-hmm. and I think Catholics need to accept that that was a Catholic operation right. run by Catholics in a very Catholic country, and whilst the popes tried to moderate it from time to time, they didn't shut that shit down. Yeah. So as the head of Catholicism globally it's on the popes, the successive popes' uh, shoulders that they didn't yeah. shut that shit down. So, Catholics doing torture, Catholics doing murder, Catholics throwing people in prison for not being good Catholics. Uh, but it was it was a reign of terror, regardless of right. how many people were actually executed. It was a reign of terror that went on for centuries until, as I said in an earlier episode, was shut down by Napoleon. Uh, And then it got picked back up again by the the Bourbons and then shut down again. But, you know, it went on until Napoleon, yeah.
1: And what makes it even more sad, and I think we said this on a previous episode... Previous episode, we're not talking about people that were accused. There was firm evidence. They were found guilty and burned. No, no, no. There was just an accusation. Some of the witnesses said they remember seeing something like 40 years ago. We don't have to go into that, but some of the um, some of the eyewitness testimony is literally decades later. So it's completely insane. So not only was it horrible, but it was mostly the vast majority of people were probably innocent, uh, and, and that just makes it even worse. Does the Pope? take a chance and maybe excommunicate the king? Is he inviting an invasion from Spain? I don't know. But he I, you get the feeling this Pope could have tried to do more, but he's playing a game of politics just like everybody else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we know, again, from our other episodes, that the the Papal States weren't that strong at this period. Yeah. They were still involved in wars constantly you know against the holy roman emperor and they had the cardinals that were still they were fighting yeah. for power and the anti-pope thing is still sort of going on from time to time and you know, so the the pope is politically and militarily not incredibly strong. And
1: that's all that matters.
0: So... Yeah. Yeah. He, he, but still, you know, he doesn't condemn it. He could have condemned it outright. Fuck this shit. Issued right. a papal bull. No, fuck you. Okay. Fuck that shit. Shut it down. Right. Uh, not in our name kind of thing, but they didn't do that. Like, people say today, <laughs> you often hear this criticism of Islam mm-hmm. uh, when... Sam Harris and people like that are criticising Islam in general for not condemning more directly the uh, fundamentalist Islamic groups around the world, right. and saying no, that's not real Islam, not in our name, and condemning them. Even though they do do that on a regular basis, but then people still say they don't, right. but they do, and there's plenty, plenty of documentation of them doing that, but it just gets ignored because it doesn't fit with the narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have and should have happened by the Pope back in this day. But, of course, we know that Sixtus tried to have the Medici assassinated in church, right. so, what, you know, <laughs> you can't expect that from Sixtus. Right. And, again, the little bit of complaining that he did do was probably, uh, I think, over... Politics and money, not over uh, religion. But again, I want to point out that the people that were the victims of this reign of terror were Jews or former Jews who were of Middle Eastern descent. And so it was a racist uh, attack on Jews, as we've talked about in previous episodes. Uh, On the Cold War show, we did a whole Israel thing the Jews have been fucked over again and again and again and again and again, for a thousand and a half years ever since they tried to rebel against the Romans yes. and got kicked out of Jerusalem. Yes. The Jews have been fucked over, and then particularly so by the Christians. Mm-hmm. The, the Romans didn't have anything against the Jews per se, yeah. in that they rebelled. They
1: weren't being obedient. If you rebel, yeah, yeah you got to go.
0: Yeah, if you rebel, you, you got to go. But they didn't have anything against the Jews. Right. Because of their religion, I mean, they thought it was stupid. Right. But apart from that, they didn't really give a shit. <laughs> it's the Christians oh, that hate
1: personal. the Jews
0: because of the whole, you know, yeah. uh, trial of Jesus and the the blah 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 thing. So, the real anti-Semitism anti-Semitism is uh, starts and ends with the Christians, really. Yeah. Um. So a lot of these people, and you know, imagine imagine, of course, that you were a Jew. Who converted to Christianity right either because you believed in it generally or, or for cynical reasons because you thought it would yeah. um, you know you'd get bigger benefits, better health care, <laughs> better dental plan <laughs> or they made you more time off right Well uh, I don't think they'd done like forced conversions before this, had they? Had they been doing like forced conversions in Spain oh. or it was just like, listen, either become a Christian or fuck off right. I'm not sure the exact... They do do forced conversions, but it comes later. Right. Okay. Yeah. But imagine that you converted to Christianity for whatever reason. Then other Christians come and threaten to burn you at the stake and de- <laughs> you know decapitate your corpse, quarter it, and hang it up on fucking street right. lamps around the building. Yeah. And you've done nothing. What do you do? Do you say, well, fuck this shit and convert back to being a Jew? <laughs> Um, and get the fuck out of the country, take all your money right. with you when you leave, if you can, if it hasn't been confiscated yeah. or you haven't had to pay a bribe. Yeah. A Jewish chronicler of the period wrote that conversos testified against other conversos God. who weren't willing to pay them a bribe to keep their mouths shut. Oh.
1: Because everybody's desperate. Because all it takes is one word. That's a brilliant business model. Jesus.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it, again, it's... Red scare, secret police, yeah. uh, Stasi—you know—it's this whole, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are always psychopaths in these situations who are willing to sell out their neighbor or their brother-in-law for some coin, yeah, or just to punish them because they fucking don't like the way they looked at them at the last uh, Christmas party. <laughs> you know it's those people always exist and always will exist and they're always going to take advantage for power and wealth to fuck you over um so they they, they believe that the accusers often accused other conversos out of personal malice or prejudice or gossip or hearsay often they were uh, accusing their own family yes. or neighbors fuck um as you said, uh, the, the prosecution papers that have survived are full of oral evidence that would have been thrown out by any normal courts of that day, let alone today, but even normal courts of the day wouldn't have accepted these this are normal evidence.
1: These are normal, baby. This is religious courts, and that's all that matters. Because there was one, yeah. you probably haven't stopped me if you do, but there's one in Cayman's book where a person saw a converso walking and they were walking by themselves and they had their head down. And it looked like to that person 30 years ago that they were praying in a Jewish kind of way. That was enough. Yeah. That was enough. That was they enough. They were condemned.
0: Yeah. yeah. That kind of so all like, it just took. crazy yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Or quite often they were accused of not knowing a certain prayer. Oh, yeah. Or not knowing a certain psalm. Or not knowing something about Christianity. Now they'd only converted like <laughs> fucking five years ago. I'm still learning. It's like yeah, it's like you know, you become an American citizen, and then somebody asks you what fucking George Washington's <laughs> birthday is, and you're like, oh fuck, I don't know. And they go, oh, you're a heretic, Burn. not a real American. Burn. You don't know that shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that shit. So there was all yeah, there's all in the in the surviving evidence. There's all this crazy shit that's going on. Um, There was this one story of a woman whose husband had been burnt as a heretic in 1483. Right. She had given a confession in 1483 during the Edict of Grace. Um, She was let go, but her husband was burnt as a heretic. In 1511, (laughs) so like nearly 30 years later, she was brought up on trial because... For the previous thirty years, she had always maintained that her husband was innocent. Oh, for that, yeah, she was burnt yeah. at the stake. You can't do that for saying the Inquisition got it wrong. They never—that's the beauty of it.
1: They never get it wrong. They are infallible, and it's nothing to do with the evidence. You can't, yeah. So she brought that on herself. I'm sorry. I'm with the Inquisition on this one. She brought it. She brought
0: that on herself. No, not really. Now. <laughs> It's important to remember that the inquisitors weren't trained lawyers, as oh, we right. think of them today. I mean that that the kind science. of science yeah. of law didn't even exist. <laughs> they had studied church law, yeah, but yeah. they had no training in how to conduct a fair trial. Uh, they didn't know even much about how Judaism worked in practice. Oh, they weren't shit. scholars of Judaism. And they lived in a society where someone who was born and raised a Christian was unquestioned in terms of their credibility against the word of someone who had once been and maybe still was a dirty, dirty Jew. <laughs> so if a Christian gave wit- evidence and was witness t- uh, to a case against a Jew, the Christian's going to win every time. Right. Doesn't matter. You're, gonna, you're always gonna take the word of a Christian over a Jew. I do. Right? No, I'm joking.
1: I'm joking. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm joking. But still, as I've said over and over, there is no evidence at all that there was a large group or, or movement right. of crypto Jews. Didn't exist. Yeah. Yet thousands and thousands of people were either tortured or executed or imprisoned yeah. or had to pay bribes during confessions, oh, um, all fake news.
1: Do you, do you get the feeling sometimes, because we've seen this in history before, this is like, and I don't really know what to call it, a, a phenomenon that just grows, it builds momentum, it, it c- takes on a life of its own. Because you're right, there's not a lot of evidence, but it's probably making the old Christians feel good that, yes, our my king is doing something about this. Sometimes you just get the sense that it's a historical tidal wave and you didn't need rhyme, reason, common sense, or whatever. It had just built up for various reasons. It's peaked, and it's just going to run for a while. I, I just somehow get the sense that there was really nothing anybody could have done to have stopped that. Stopped it, even if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, like uh, humans have this xenophobia built into us. We were talking about this on the bullshit filter mm-hmm. show yesterday, right? Right. You know, people have the xenophobia. It's mm-hmm. real. It's it's. Evolution built it into us over hundreds of thousands of years, and it made sense because as I said on the show yesterday, the Bushcherfielder show, you know the the tribe on the other side of the valley probably did want to come and kill you and rape your wife and and uh, take all of your shit.. Yeah. So to, to be to be inherently fearful of people that were in a different tribe as yours made a lot of sense. Right. It was a good survival. Yeah, it was a survival mechanism that evolution built into us. Now, today in the modern world, we we try and avoid that kind of inherent racism or tribalism because we know that most people are good people and they don't want to do those things. There will always be psychopaths in every tribe that will want to do it, but most people don't. They just want to. Get on with their lives, and they wanted to be treated as uh, humans and live and let live, and the yeah. golden rule, and D back, and all of that kind of <laughs> stuff. Um, but uh, uh, by the way, I did a, I did an interview for the Caesar Show the other day with this um, British guy who's a linguist, right? Um, etymologist, he thinks of himself actually. He's an etymologist. So we were talking about words, and so we went through the whole show. We we're talking about oh, the origins of the words for oil and engine, like the Latin roots oh, cool. for all these words. And I said, well, let me ask you something. We have a motto on this show uh, D back, don't be a cunt. What's the etymology of cunt? <laughs> so we went into that. Right. Uh, we went into etymology of cunt and uh, cock and uh, the fuck and all this kind of stuff. It was great. Cool. Uh, I had fun. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, where was I going I don't with this? Know. Oh, yeah. Racism, yes. and you're right. It does. It becomes a tidal wave, and we see this today. The xenophobia, yeah. still. I mean, it, it, we talked in the Cold War series about how the Red Scare was at at, at some level um, this sort of xenophobia against European immigrants that mm-hmm. uh, came to America. And uh, you know started some of them started spreading thoughts about socialism and you know what uh, yeah. uh, the, the way that nice? you treat your working classes could be better yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, we saw that in the Cold War show too about when the Russian Jewish immigrants started going to Palestine, they were racist towards the Palestinians, the Palestinians were racist towards them, the British governors were <laughs> racist towards both of them. Yes. And we see it in in modern day as well. Like we've seen this in the last 10 years with the whole, well, since uh, uh, 9 11, right? With the whole racism in in the West, particularly in your country, but also to a lesser extent here and in the UK against anyone of uh, dark skin, Middle Eastern Mm -hmm. background, automatically are assumed to be terrorists. Um, And a lot of racism in certain segments of society, like here in Australia, and I'm sure it's the same there. Mostly, yeah, yeah, low socioeconomic, low education, uh, uh, right wing. We call them bogan's. You know, here it's like your rednecks, right? Know, like the dumb fucking redneck bogan white people, where you tend to get a lot of that uh, extreme, yeah, uh, cultural racism. Um, anywho, yeah. So it's a, it's a thing that's, and I think it's a thing that. Certain kinds of political leaders ah, know they can tap into. Right. You know, you learn over time if you're going to be a powerful political leader how to tap into certain dog whistle terms that will get people to follow you and get behind you. And xenophobia is a, a good one. I mean, you're always going to get
1: thirty to fifty percent of yes. the population
0: yes. that are going to that are going to come with you, guaranteed, because uh, they're yeah yeah
1: and the king is benefiting from fear and or anger towards these uh these conversos, these former Jews, especially with the killing of the inquisitor, because the hatred for that is still going on, so. Yeah, it's almost like Pearl Harbor and FDR. After that happens, FDR doesn't have any opposition. After that Inquisitor is killed in the cathedral, um, Ferdinand has no nobody um, talking shit to him. And they're even willing to suspend their own laws so he can go and and try to purge their country of this disease.
0: I thought you were going to say it's like FDR just throwing all the Japanese into internment camps in America. That
1: too. Good point. After
0: Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Now, there might have been a few individuals who still like to practice some elements of Judaism, um, but nothing that justified the Inquisition. Right. But during this period, overall, hostility towards Jews increased, as I said before, because people think they're trying to bring the conversos back to to Judaism. So in 1480, they were segregated into ghettos. They'd already been subject to special harsh treatment in Spain since 1412. Mm. They they had prohibition uh, to wear luxury dresses, obligations to wear a red slice on the right shoulder, prohibition to hold positions with authority over Christians or to have Christian servants or to lend money at a serious interest, etc. Damn. But now it even went further. They were forced to live in ghettos, surrounded by high walls, were not allowed to leave except during the day to carry out their professional occupations. But still, the Christians weren't happy. So in 1483, the king gave all of the Jews a period of six months to leave the diocese of Seville, Cordoba and Cadiz to go to Extremadura. It's a region on the border of Spain and Portugal. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're going to create a whole ghetto area for you. Right. You will go there. Get out of the main part of town. Leave behind your right. your house where your families lived for generations and your place of work yeah. and your, all of that. Your favourite coffee shop. <laughs> fuck that. You're going to go. We're going to go put you. It's like basically the Americans and the Indians. Like right. Fuck off. Go over there. If you just go over there, you'll be fine. We promise we won't oppress you anymore. If you just, <laughs> just go over there, right. just go there, and that'll be great. It's for the best. But trust me. And they did. But still, the Christians weren't happy. So in 1492, after they concluded their war with the last remaining Muslim region of Granada, right. all of the Jews were banished from Spain. Jeez, yeah. This is known as the Alhambra Decree or the Edict of Expulsion and we will cover it on the next episode. Oh my God, fuck
1: me. I'm holding it up with my penis actually. It's time to go out. Kick some ass and do whatever you can to inflict pain. Politically motivated. Yeah, sons of bitch. Jesus. Fuck, we could rule the world. I mean, this would be great. You're doing pretty good. It's not the length, it's what you do with it while you have it.